Trapcast Express. Tratcast Express, it's Thursday, October 17th, 2019. Right now, it is hell on earth in the Eternal City as the Amazon Senate is in full swing and the stories coming out of Rome are nothing short of mind-boggling. To keep current on the latest updates, go to our website at novosordowatch.org and click on the Amazon Senate Updates button you will find in the menu bar at the top of the page on the right. But be forewarned, the Vatican has degenerated into an utter madhouse. In the last podcast episode, we mentioned the idolatrous earth worship ceremony in the Vatican Gardens that had occurred on October 4th, but the evil didn't end there. In fact, get a barf bag ready because what you're going to hear now is bad. Listen to what LifeSite reports in an article by Gene Smiths, published October 11th. Quote, At Santa Maria and Traspontina, the multicolored blanket used in the Vatican Garden was deployed at the foot of the altar, which was itself covered by a handcrafted net. Other rainbow nets were visible in the sanctuary. A ritual to the Pachamama, Mother Earth, was once more celebrated after the objects that had been strewn in the Vatican Gardens were brought in procession-wise and reverently placed on the blanket together with ritual dancing. The objects included at least one of the two wooden figurines of naked pregnant women crouching, seen the day before in the Vatican Gardens, either a pagan fertility symbol or a nude Our Lady of the Amazon, of which LifeSite News' John Henry Weston said in a video published Friday that he frankly did not know which was worse, because either way it was totally outrageous. A slender young woman dressed in tight pants was then borne through the aisle toward the blanket in a model wooden boat carried by native Amazonians. The film of the event, published by Repam, the Pan-Amazonian network presided over by Cardinal Claudio Humes, who is also a key organizer of the Synod, then shows the group prostrated around the blanket with what is probably the Blessed Sacrament in the background. At any rate, the candles on the high altar were lit for the event and the ceremony was presided over by Cardinal Pedro Barreto who proclaimed, This evening, heaven is on earth. It was the same young woman who danced in the aisle with what appeared to be the New Testament. In a side chapel of Santa Maria in Traspontina, a poster had been placed to show that everything is connected. A quote from Laudato Si. Here, it was a photo of a small mammal connected to the breast of a naked indigenous woman sucking it while she carried a child on her other arm. The photo was explained in three parts linked by arrows, starting from yo, I, and leading to otro yo, another I, the child. Unquote. This is evil. There's nothing else to be said. Meanwhile, while all of this is going on in and outside Vatican City, the Vatican Publishing House is getting ready to publish a new book written by Francis. Its title, Our Mother Earth, Nostra Madre Terra. 
It'll be released on October 24th, just in time for the closing of the Amazon Senate. The book contains 30 meditations by the apostate from Buenos Aires on his own environmental encyclical Laudato Si. And of course, in it, he proselytizes plenty for his eco-religion, demanding that people convert to an environmentally friendly lifestyle. In other words, it's all stuff that no one needs a pope for. As the German journalist Alexander Kissler once said, Francis is basically a United Nations Secretary General with a pectoral cross. And even that pectoral cross leaves a lot to be desired, if you've seen it. I mean, it's got all the grace and style of a bottle opener. But anyway, St. John the Apostle must have had Francis in mind when he wrote these inspired words 2,000 years ago. Quote, They are of the world, therefore of the world they speak, and the world heareth them. Unquote. And that's the first letter of St. John, chapter 4, verse 5. Meanwhile, though, on YouTube, Michael Matt of The Remnant assures himself and his viewers that there is tremendous grounds for hope that the earth-worshipping modernists in the Vatican won't be able to pull off what they set out to do with the Synod, at least not in the long term. Why? Because, well, because uh, Bishop Athanasius Schneider just published a new book, and a lot of people that Michael Matt thinks highly of attended the book launch in Rome. Here, take a listen to this clip from Matt's video entitled Huge Sign of Hope, Schneider Berg Speak in Rome, published on October 14th. And we're seeing just the exact opposite of that. And I really want to bring this to you as sort of my final message uh, from Rome. As far as my reaction to this whole thing, I don't think they can pull it off. They're going to pull off the Amazon Synod. It's going to go that way. But the awakening that we're seeing happening is so powerful. So we're not at all ready to leave the church. We don't even for a second think this is the end. Christ is going to win, not only in the future, at the end of the world, but now he's going to win. They can't pull this thing off. And tonight, which again is the reason why we extended our stay, um, gave us <laughs> even more renewed hope. I'm flying high right now. There's a taxi over there blowing its horn. Um, who did we have? In this room tonight for the launching of this book, written by the most traditional Catholic bishop in the world, uh, interviewed by one of the most traditional Catholic Vaticanistas in this whole city, Diane Montagna. And who do you think was sitting there listening to the launch, the kickoff of this book? Cardinal Mueller, Raymond Cardinal Leo Burke, uh, uh, Cardinal of Rins, many, many priests. Professor Dematea gave a talk in here tonight. There were journalists like Ed Penton and Robert Royal and uh, Father Gerald Murray from the, from the Papal Posse. He emceed the event. So imagine the people that were in that room. And then there were a lot of just important uh, journalists like Sad Sandra Magister was here. A lot of people were listening and watching to this, watching this event, which was the launch now of a very important traditional Catholic book. This book covers everything from the traditional mass to the uh, Second Vatican Council to the, the pontificate of Pope Francis to Bishop Schneider's opinion on the Society of St. Pius to everything is in here and so to have these people be here for the launch is what it was what I'm talking about people are waking up and you, you really could feel it tonight um, um, Cardinal Burke gave a beautiful talk on the, on the need for the bishops the role of the bishops to speak out against error when they see it and to bring the, the people the faithful to Jesus Christ and then he was saying that people are starving for the old catechetical teachings of the church just to bring people to Christ, to bring them into the Catholic Church, to lovingly show them how to save their souls. That's what they want from the bishops, he said. 
Professor DeMatteo, I, I can't even believe that I watched this man, this incredible first-rate historian, that he delivered words to people like Cardinal Mueller and Cardinal and Cardinal. Burke. All right, all right, I can't take this anymore. Turn it off. Michael Mad has no idea what he even believes. We're constantly told that it's a new religion, it's not the Catholic Church anymore, we can have nothing to do with any of this, etc. And then in the same breath, they of course don't want to leave that false church because it really is the true church somehow. And then people like Cardinal Gerhard Müller, for example, get mentioned as examples of great fidelity to church teaching when Müller is 100% a Vatican II man and is on record publicly denying the dogmas of transubstantiation, the perpetual virginity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and the bodily resurrection of Christ. And you can verify that on our website, novosordowatch.org. But hey, Mueller opposes adultery, liturgical anarchy, women priests, and earth worship. So, so there. There's your great hope for the future. It's unbelievable. By the way... A Novus Ordo permanent deacon from England, Nick Donnelly, tweeted a most appropriate response to this book launch with Schneider, Burke, DeMattei, and all the rest. Here's what he wrote, quote, Instead of attending yet another book launch, Cardinals Burke, Muller, and Orins would have done better to go to the Senate Hall and Santa Maria and Traspontina to destroy the idols and tear down the bestial poster. Book launches and letters aren't an appropriate response to idolatry, unquote. Bam! Amen. See, you didn't have to be a state of Iconist to see that nice book presentations and conferences aren't going to stop Bergoglio. Also, let me play you this clip from John Henry Weston, the editor of LifeSite. This is from his video entitled, The Amazon Senate is Setting Up a False Church of October 4th. See if you notice any kind of contradiction in what he says. Listen closely. This is uh, a little bit less than one minute in length. But what is plainly obvious is that what is being set up is a false church and a false image of Christ. A reasonable church that contravenes doctrine in hard cases. A church that suggests that hell is empty. A church that sows doubt about the true presence of Christ in the Eucharist. A church that puts out political considerations such as immigration policy and environmentalism above non-negotiable teachings on abortion is a false church. These are serious charges, yes, but it doesn't take a theologian to recognize when the faith is being distorted. We won't leave the church. This is the one true church and there is no other. We shall fight for Christ's truth in the church because we are ready to die for this faith. All right. So it's a false church, but it's the true church that we're not going to leave. Got it. And one more tidbit here. The Reverend Paul Kramer, a Novus Ordo priest who subscribes to the recognize and resist position, but has concluded that Francis is a public heretic and not a true pope, instead he believes that Benedict XVI is the true pope, has now released a 676-page book entitled To Deceive the Elect, the Catholic Doctrine on the Question of a Heretical Pope. It's available on Amazon, uh, or you can order it at todeceivetheelect.com. And it's available in uh, both hard copy 
and uh, electronically. So it just came out, and so no, I haven't read it, and I really just want to mention it because in this humongous book, the author takes to task the anti-Sedevacanist duo John Salza and Robert Sisko, blasting them for their false theology and erroneous claims. So even a non-Sedevacanist priest can see what theological dilettantes, at best, or shysters, at worst, Salza and Sisko really are. And although he doesn't agree with our position, Sedevacanist position, he does agree that Salza and Sisko's book, True or False Pope, is a bunch of baloney. Now, this is really great because it shows that you don't have to be a Sedevacanist to see that their book is not credible. You may have heard the name of Paul Kramer as the editor of the book The Devil's Final Battle. And uh, also he used to be associated with uh, the Reverend Nicholas Gruner at the Fatima Center, and he used to speak at conferences for the Fatima Center uh, or Catholic Family News, The Remnant, I'm not sure, uh, any, any one of those or all of them. Well, guess what? Matthew Gaspers, the managing editor of Catholic Family News, has already made clear on Twitter that he is not interested in promoting Kramer's book because he thinks it is based on Sedevacantist principles. Now, never mind that there are no such things as Sedevacantist principles. There are Catholic principles, and it just so happens that they lead to Sedevacantism, meaning they lead to the conclusion that Francis, in particular, is not a valid pope, but, of course, also his other Novus Ordo predecessors. And there you can see that these people like Gaspers and Michael Matt and all the rest are not interested in what the evidence might be. They're only interested in what supports their position. Now, you would have thought that maybe the fact that this book was written by someone who used to be their friend and associate and who is not a Sedevacanist, who really hasn't changed anything he believes in, as far as I know, and uh, simply applied it to Francis that maybe that would be worth informing their readers about so that they can decide for themselves whether they find the Salza-Sisco arguments or the Kramer arguments more convincing. But nope, can't do it. Again, the man is not a Sedevacantist. He believes in all the papal claimants since Pius Twelfth, except for Francis. He has academic degrees in theology. And so he writes a scholarly refutation of Salza and Sisko's arguments, and he doesn't even get a hearing at Catholic Family News? <laughs> well, you can bet your bottom dollar that he's not going to get a hearing at the Remnant either. Kind of like that Sister Lucy imposter thing. Somehow no one is touching that with a 10-foot pole either. And you wonder why, right? I mean, there's been a massive collection of scientific evidence published at sisterlucyimposter.org, scientific evidence, I might add, from disinterested third parties, okay? That's objective. And yet practically no one in the recognize and resist camp has picked it up. I mean, what is going on here? Oh, well, well, let me say one final thing for those who are getting close to Sedevacantism but are still a bit hesitant because they're in doubt and they're, you know, they're afraid to, to do the wrong thing. Well, let me ask you this, or rather ask yourselves this. Which error is worse? Is it worse to be wrong about who the Pope is or to be wrong about what the papacy is? 
Now, see, Catholic dogma doesn't change, right? But in confusing times, people can make mistakes about who is and isn't the Pope. Now, which do you think you'll be judged more harshly for? For making a good-faith mistake about the status of Jorge Bergoglio in these very evil and confusing times, when all the external evidence shows that the man is not a Catholic? Or for distorting and thus rejecting the Catholic dogma on the papacy, just so you could fit Francis into it, and thereby make it effectively meaningless? Think about it. Tradcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org, and if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novosordowatch.org slash donate.